Welcome back to Reformed in Public. Please stay tuned to future episodes to find out about the children's book that has recently been completed. We continue now with the reading of The Demonstration of Apostolic Preaching by Irenaeus. Now this world is encompassed by seven heavens, in which dwell powers and angels, and angels and archangels, doing service to God, the Almighty and Maker of all things, not as though he was in need, but that they may not be idle and unprofitable and ineffectual. Wherefore also the Spirit of God is manifold in his indwelling, and in seven forms of service is he reckoned by the prophet Isaiah as resting on the Son of God, that is the word in his coming as man. The Spirit of God, he says, shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the Spirit of counsel and of might, the Spirit of knowledge and of godliness, the Spirit of the fear of God shall fill him. Now the heaven which is first from above and encompasses in a The rest is that of wisdom, and the second from it of understanding, and the third of counsel, and the fourth reckoned from above is that of might, and the fifth of knowledge, and the sixth of godliness, and the seventh this firmament of ours is full of the fear of that spirit which gives light to the heavens. For as the pattern of this, Moses received the seven-branched candlestick that shines continually in the holy place. For as a pattern of the heavens, he received this service, according to that which the word spake unto him, Thou shalt make it according to all the pattern of the things which thou hast seen in the mount. Now this God is glorified by his word who is his Son continually, and by the Holy Spirit, who is the wisdom of the Father of all, and the powers of these, namely, of the Word and wisdom, which are called cherubim and seraphim, with unceasing voices glorify God, and every created thing that is in the heavens offers glory to God the Father of all. He, by his word, has created the wor- the whole world, and in the world are the angels, and to all the world he has given laws, wherein each several thing should abide, and according to that which is determined by God should not pass their bounds, each fulfilling his appointed task. But man he formed with his own hands, taking from the earth that which was purest and finest, and mingling in measure his own power with the earth. For he traced his own form on the formation, that that which should be seen should be of divine form. For as the image of God was man formed and set on the earth, and that he might become... Living, he breathed on his face the breath of life, that both for the breath and for the formation of man should be like unto God. 
Moreover, he was free and self-controlled, being made by God for this end, that he might rule all those things that were upon the earth. And this great created world, prepared by God before the formation of man, was given to man as his place, containing all things within itself. And there were in this place also, with their tasks, the servants of God, that God who formed all things, and the steward who was set over all his fellow servants received this place. Now the servants were angels, and the steward was the archangel. Now having made man lord of the earth and all things in it, he secretly appointed him lord also of those who were servants in it. They, however, were in their perfection, but the Lord, that is, man, was but small, for he was a child, and it was necessary that he should grow, and so come to his perfection, and that he might have his nourishment and growth with festive and dainty meats. He prepared him a place better than this world, excelling in air, beauty, light, food, plants, fruit, water, and all other necessities of life, and its name is paradise. And so fair and good was this paradise that the word of God continually resorted thither, and walked and talked with the man, figuring beforehand the things that should be in the future, namely that he should dwell with him, and talk with him, and should be so and should be with men teaching them righteousness but man was a child not yet his understanding perfected wherefore also he was easily led astray by the deceiver And whilst man dwell in paradise, God brought before him all living things, and commanded him to give names to them all. And whatsoever Adam called a living soul, that was its name. And he determined also to make a helper for the man. For thus God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. Let us make for him a helper, meet for him. For among all the other living things there was not found a helper equal and comparable and like to Adam, but God himself cast a trance upon Adam and made him sleep, and that work might be accomplished from work. Since there was no sleep in paradise, this was brought upon Adam by the will of God, and God took one of Adam's ribs and filled up the flesh in its place, and the rib which he took he builded into a woman, and so he brought her to Adam, and seeing her said, This is now bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh, she shall be called woman, because she was taken from her husband." And Adam and Eve, for that is the name of the woman, were naked and were not ashamed, for there was in them an innocent and childlike mind, and it was not possible for them to conceive and understand anything of that which by wickedness through lust and shameful desires is born in the soul, for they were at 
that time entire preserving their own nature since they had the breath of life which was breathed on their creation and while this breath remains in its place and power it has no comprehension and understanding of things that are base and therefore they were not ashamed kissing and embracing each other in purity after the manner of children but lest man should conceive thoughts too high and be exalted and uplifted as though he had no lord because of the authority and freedom granted to him and so should transgress against his maker overpassing his measure and entertain selfish imaginings of pride in opposition to god a law was given to him by god in order that he might perceive that he had as lord the lord of all and he set him certain limitations so that if he should keep the commandment of god he should never he should ever remain such as he was that is to say immortal but if he should not keep it he should become mortal and be dissolved to earth from whence his formation had been taken now the commandment was this of every tree that is in the paradise thou shalt eat thou thou shalt freely eat but of that tree alone from which is the knowledge of good and evil of it thou shalt not eat for in the day thou eatest thou shalt surely die this commandment the man kept not but was disobedient to god being led astray by the angel who for the great gifts of god which he had given to man was envious and jealous of him and both brought himself to naught and made man sinful persuading him to disobey the commandment of god so the angel becoming by his falsehood the author and originator of sin himself was struck down having offended against god and man he caused to be cast out from paradise and because through the guidance of his disposition he apostatized and departed from god he was called satan according to the hebrew word that is apostate a but he is called but he is also called slanderer now god cursed the serpent which carried which carried and conveyed the slanderer and this maldiction came on the beast himself and on the angel hidden and concealed in him even on satan and man he put away from his presence removing him and making him to dwell on the way to paradise at that time because paradise receiveth not the sinful and when they were put out of paradise adam and his wife eve fell into many troubles of anxious grief going about with sorrow and toil and lamentation in this world for under the beams of this sun man tilled the earth and it put forth thorns and thistles the punishment of sin then was fulfilled that which was written adam knew his wife 
and she conceived and bore Cain, and after him she bare Abel. Now the apostate angel who led man into disobedience and made him sinful and caused his expulsion from paradise, not content with the first evil, wrought a second on the borders, fulfilling Cain with his spirit, he made him a fratricide. And so Abel died, slain by his brother, signifying thenceforth that certain should be persecuted and oppressed and slain, the unrighteous slaying and persecuting executing the righteous and upon this god was angered yet more and cursed cain and it came to pass that every one of that race in successive generations was made like to the begetter and god raised up another son to adam instead of abel who was slain and for a very long while wickedness extended and spread and reached and laid hold upon the whole race of mankind until a very small seed of righteousness remained upon uh, remained among them and illicit unions took place upon the earth since angels were united with the daughters of the race of mankind, and they bore to them sons, who for their exceeding greatness were called giants, and the angels brought as presents to their wives teachings of wickedness, in that they brought them the virtues of roots and herbs, dyeing in colors and cosmetics, the discovery of rare substances, love potions, aversions, amours, concupiscence, constraints of love, spells of bewitchment, and all sorcery and idolatry, hateful to God by the entry of which things into the world evil extended and spread while righteousness was diminished and enfeebled, until judgment came upon the world from God by means of a flood. In the tenth generation from the first formed man, Noah alone being found righteous, and he for his righteousness was himself delivered, and his wife and his three sons, and the three wives of his sons being shut up in the ark, and when destruction came upon all, both man and also animals that were upon the earth, that which was preserved in the ark escaped. Now the three sons of Noah were Shem, Ham, and Japheth, from whom again the race was multiplied, for these were the beginning of mankind after the flood. Now of these one fell under a curse, and two others inherited a blessing by reason of their works. For the younger of them, who was called Ham, having mocked his father, and having been condemned of the sin of impiety because of his outrage and unrighteousness against his father, received a curse, and all the posterity that came of him he involved in the curse, whence it came about that his whole race after him were accursed, and in sins they increased and multiplied. But Shem and Japheth, his brothers, because of their piety towards their father, obtained a blessing. Now the curse of Ham, wherewith his father Noah cursed him, is this. Cursed be Ham, the child, a servant, 
shall he be unto his brethren. This having come upon his race, he begat many descendants upon the earth, even for fourteen generations. Growing up in a wild condition, and then his race was cut off by God, being delivered up to judgment for the Canaanites and Hittites and Parasites and Hivites and Amorites and Jebusites and Gergesites and Sodomites, the Arabians also, and the dwellers in Phoenicia, all the Egyptians and the Libyans are of the posterity of Ham, who have fallen under the curse, for the curse is of long duration over the ungodly.